0: Welcome to Conspiracy What, where today we are talking about a gated community you don't want to be a part of.
1: (laughs) Mental breakage, aliens, brainwashing, and (laughs) nikes.
0: It's the cult of cults. That's a quote by the leader. That's right. We're doing our first cult episode. We've never done a cult episode. Oh, yeah. So yeah, going to be talking about cults. I've been wanting to do one for a while. So this will be fun.
2: I love cults. Ish. They're great. I thought I auto-corrected to Heaven's Gay. So <laughs> it's fine. Welcome to Heaven's Gate, the episode. Yeah. I'm starting a queer harem. <laughs> Call me.
0: If you want to join, just send us an email. We've got that conspiracy what at Gmail. Check the show so. notes. <laughs> and if you want to donate for us to start our cult, go ahead and do that. I'm Cameron.
1: And I'm Allie. I'm Chelsea. All right. So the Heaven's Gate cult, literally, like, everybody knew it was a cult, including the people in it, because mm-hmm. the guy in charge of it said it was a cult and was totally open about that. That yeah. guy's name is Marshall Applewhite, also known as Herf.
0: <laughs> or Doe.
1: Or Doe. Or D-O. Boe, or yeah. Guinea. And I'm sure there's plenty of others. The...
0: Because then there's the it... other cult leader, oh, yeah. Nettles, and she, Bonnie Lou Nettles, she went after T. Mm-hmm. to go with doe or she also went as um, peep, peep to go with Bo.
1: She was also pig. And pig, pig to go with guinea. Oh, I missed that one. Yeah. And then there were others but those were kind of the main ones that they remembered as.
0: I feel like the pig one couldn't have lasted very long. Like it sounds like a good idea at first mm. like you'll go as guinea and I'll be, I'll be pig.
1: <laughs> you say <laughs> guinea, I say pig. <laughs> guinea. <laughs> It was kind of um. the beginning of their cult run when they were like, we should start a cult. Yeah. When they were going as and pig because it was kind of like they're the guinea pigs for this cult, I think, is kind of what they were doing for that. They had a lot of dumb reasonings for doing stuff. But this basically started in 1972-ish in Texas, of all lovely places.
0: At a mental hospital.
1: Of all better lovely places.
2: <laughs> okay, there are disagreements about that. It was definitely some kind of medical institution.
0: Well, yeah, because she worked at one and she met him at her job, supposedly.
2: Yep. But it wasn't necessarily a mental hospital. They're conflicting reports. Yeah. Like, it could have been a mental break. It could have been some kind of heart thing was one thing I read. And he could have been visiting a friend in the hospital. That's what he said,
1: As he was visiting a friend. He, That's said, what he said he
0: was visiting a friend. So I don't know if I believe that one. But yeah, I mean, it could have been. Maybe it wasn't a mental hospital. I
1: mean, HIPAA.
2: <laughs> so... I guess we'll never know.
0: Anyway, it started in Texas um, and then it just traveled all across the country in a very weird way because it went like up through California and then it kind of like went around and like, zigzag through and then it went up again.
1: They never really went on the East Coast, which I found interesting.
0: They got yeah. near the East Coast, but never fully no, over there.
1: They didn't really pass the Midwest.
2: They got to the Midwest and was like,
0: It was was the 70s and the 80s. The East Coast was going through its own thing. (laughs) They didn't have time for the West Coast cult stuff. They had their own art scene thing going on (laughs) and a lot of drugs. Um, Anyway, they had kind of decided, like just as kind of an overview of this cult, for some people who don't know about it, because you might not, um, they had kind of decided that they had met in a past life, is how this all starts. So after sitting on a beach for a while, I guess and spending all this time doing a bunch of random uh they decided that they had met in a past life and because of that they were going to tell people about these extraterrestrials and their divine assignment Uh,
2: yeah at one point uh nettle's daughter uh she did a series of interviews there's like a super involved grown-up podcast um that has a lot of interviews with her and she talks about this time period where nettles basically went from like normal functioning human like zero to et told me that this guy is the messiah from texas yeah (laughs) so it escalated
0: quickly yeah and this eventually leads to we're gonna get into it a bit more about how it leads to it but it eventually leads to one of the many cult suicides that we have isn't the second
1: largest mass suicide
0: second largest Uh, i don't think how many many people died in waco Oh yeah. Uh, that wasn't suicide. It was suicide. Because they found tapes recorded the FBI had snuck in audio equipment and the branch wow. Davidians talked about burning down the warehouse and then right after they had talked about that they burned it down. So yeah, it was I thought, thought that for that
2: was started by the government. It was
0: thought for a long time that it was until the government released that evidence. They had withheld that for a while. Yeah, so it that's was, a whole other thing. At least this one lot. doesn't wow. have child brides <laughs> in it. Cool, so, cool, cool, so, cool, So let's get deeper into this, kind of how this worked.
1: (laughs) Here's the timeline. (laughs) Let's dig in. Nettles and Applewhite got
2: involved real quick and they went on a self-discovery journey. They went west coast and they were working on jobs, basically living their best transient 1970s dream somewhere near the Cascade Mountains in Washington. Applewhite Nettles, uh, at this point I believe calling themselves Bo and Peep, as in little Bo Peep, Mm -hmm. um, identified themselves as, quote, the two witnesses of revelation i had to look this up basically the two revelation specific prophets for this event happening in the future question mark but it's been predicted a lot and that was kind of a hot
1: topic for the end of the 80s yeah please describe sir so
0: so what happens at the end with the two witnesses um is essentially they believed that they were going to be the two witnesses who then die and are reborn so it's kind of like a jesus thing they die they come back as their physical selves and they then are the witnesses to revelations or the apocalypse uh you know as we've all seen in multiple things um but usually the witnesses don't pop up a lot anymore in modern media usually we just do the apocalypse because that's more fun than okay. waiting around for people to die and come back um this like physical death got changed later to they died by media what? and then they were yes yes
2: wait in catholicism or in these dudes in these two okay
0: In Bo and peep yeah um which for anyone wondering why they chose um bo peep is because they finally had lambs is how they looked at it that's
2: creepy as that's why they chose the name (laughs)
0: they're Um, really bad
2: at picking names everything is like child rhyme
0: but that's what they believe they believe they were going to die and then be reborn this is what they preach to their followers and then when time had kind of kept on moving and they hadn't died yet. They claimed that they died by media and had been reborn and that they kind of discovered that this is what had happened. So I guess they never died physically. That's what what I stand by, they never died physically.
2: So they also concluded and frequently told people that they had quote unquote, higher level minds than other people. It's just everything here has air quotes, just healthy sprinkles of air quotes everywhere. Because they're aliens. Obviously, Mm
1: -hmm. we don't have
2: lizard people in
1: this one. So True. that's nice. They seem to be the the tall whites. Yeah. Right. That is a race of aliens. Right? Yeah. 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 It's
0: also a Starbucks drink, right? <laughs> no,
1: that's <laughs> a flat white.
0: Oh, that's a flat white. That's yeah. my bad.
1: <laughs>
2: Which is delicious. Starbucks sponsor me. Um, sponsor us. <laughs> so during this time, um, Bo and Peep, I think, are still their names, um, are two two homies. Uh, they published a pamphlet describing. Jesus' reincarnation as a Texan, which is like super specific, and hey, this is thinly veiled description of Applewhite being Big Texas
0: Jesus. Yeehaw, the Lord has returned. And he says, it? coming down on an ox. <laughs> Screeches an American. Got a cowboy hat on. Fuck the halo, that's gone now. It's
2: a 10-gallon hat, baby. Oh,
0: yeah, that's that's fair.
2: (laughs) Water to wine, all up in that (laughs) 10-gallon hat. Uh, So, Applewhite believed that he was directly related to Jesus and also inhabited by the same alien spirit, which belonged to Jesus, meaning he was, air quote, air quote, evolutionary kingdom level above human. I have no explanation. Please don't ask. But also, he was Jesus's successor and the present representative of Christ on Earth, which honestly sounds like Jesus Corporation to me.
0: It just, it reminds me of the episode of Community where the guy's name is Subway, and he represents Subway.
1: <laughs> um, really, I was thinking of, like, the idea behind 007, where multiple people take the name of 007. But
0: all <laughs> Jesus people. is a 007 thing. <laughs>
1: Maybe he was the original 007. He's the
0: original holy agent.
1: And Mary Magdalene, M. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I wanted to point out, since we're over here in the naming zone, this cult also went by a lot of things before Heaven's Gate. One of the main ones, I think, around this time when they started getting followers was Human Individual Metamorphosis was one of them. Another was Total Overcomers Anonymous. Something was like some insanely... Weird name that I cannot find anywhere. I like listen to it on something and I can't find it again. Or apparently they called themselves something like the the crazy anti-sex pop cult or like something crazy with sex in it, which made no sense since they're all celibate. I think I came across that. Yeah, and I also. couldn't find it again anywhere else. Okay. Yeah, that one was nixed for being too aggressive.
0: What was the first one?
1: Uh, human individual metamorphosis. So
0: just him. Yeah,
1: that's the one. I'm yeah, just him. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there were there were others. They changed their name quite a bit before they finally landed on Heaven's Gate and actually gathered a large following.
2: Identity crises happen. Yes. <laughs> also, they called their bodies vehicles on the yes. regular,
1: especially more towards the end. And there was a lot of other terminology that they used as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything had its own. It was like their own language, which is used a lot in cults, actually. Yeah, for anyone Mm -hmm. who's
0: not well versed in cults, they often change the terminology for everyday words because they're trying to disconnect you from normal reality as much as possible to pull you into their reality. It's a mind control tactic, but it's a very subtle one Mm. in some people's minds. I don't really think it's that subtle, to be honest, because they give you a list of words that you now have to say differently. That's not super subtle, it's pretty large, actually.
2: That's like the premise of George Orwell's 1984.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyway, the most important term was vehicles. (laughs) Their bodies were vehicles, or are for the people who still believe in this. We'll get to that later.
2: Okay, so during this time, they also began recruiting because you can't have a cult without followers. Mm Um, otherwise, you're just a recluse. Um, and so they began recruiting at meetings or other religious organizations, and they often refer to themselves as, quote unquote, the two or the UFO two. Mm-hmm. They believed that they would be killed, resurrected and transported onto a spaceship to reach the kingdom of heaven. they're like all caps this is your nirvana this is your valhalla this is your level up the leveling up thing just sounds like mario to me but it's fine um they did use a lot of pop culture and sci-fi terminology Mm -hmm. big old venn diagram that's a donut here that's like occult christianity and sci-fi big donut
1: (laughs) it's all it's all one
2: um so this sequence uh cam already talked about it but the the killing resurrecting and transporting that was called, quote unquote, the demonstration, basically a way to prove that their claims were valid, that they were talking the talk, they were walking the walk. Mm-hmm. They were, in fact, alien spiritual vehicles, public transit. They were in a vehicle. In Aliens a vehicle or were they the, the vehicle as the, the human body? Yeah. 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 At one point, do you
1: identify with the vehicle and, it won't, uh, and when does that end? They seem to talk about the vehicle as a separate entity. Like, they'll say things like, this vehicle has feelings for another vehicle. Yeah, that was in a couple of the exit notes. Yeah, but they don't refer to their actual beings as part of the vehicle. They're just, like, riding the wave here. That goes
0: back to the whole idea of enlightenment and ascension. Because as an enlightened being you are not bound by human emotion and uh, wants. Uh-huh. Therefore, you yeah. separate yourself from the human side, which means when the human body lusts after someone, it is the human body doing that. You're not like, nope, you. No. Nope. Right. Bad
2: vehicle. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Damn. Smack it. Just smack it away. Well depending on what you're smacking. <laughs> it's the human one way, it's you the other. <laughs>
1: But the whole process here was basically shedding your humanity. So they were trying to become less human with this like fat set of rules that they come up with.
2: Okay, later. so one, linguistically, if there's a PhD student out there who needs a linguistic project, please map the evolution of self with identification of self in cult language. That would be fascinating and I want that timeline. (laughs) Um, Isn't
0: it just the same thing that Rene Descartes came up with, which is just duality. It's just the idea that mind and body are separated. This is essentially what mm -hmm. they believed.
2: Yeah, but I want to see the timeline of that with cult escalation. That's fair because
1: yeah. i think that'd be super interesting if anybody yeah. smart listens to our podcast please do it
2: because i'm sure shit not getting a phd
1: <laughs> so they get the first follower oh. ding 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 they're officially not just a bunch of crazy people Woo-hoo. well they are but you know with another person there too i mean three's company
0: you're less crazy when others validate
1: you uh-huh yeah this was a
2: society 74 uh that is sharon morgan has that title as the first follower Uh, So she joined the two and she also abandoned her family in doing so. But again, let's like let's not judge her too much because this was a pretty common practice in the seventies and like new age communities and hitting the road, finding yourself, whatever. Yeah. She lasted a month (laughs) and then the two were later arrested because of credit card fraud for using Morgan's cards. But at the time she consented to that, it was a whole mess. But during this process, they basically looked into Applewhite a little bit more closely And uh, he ended up spending six months in jail in connection to a stolen rental car, which is no longer a rental car. It's just a stolen car. Womp womp.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But uh, basically while he was in jail, Nettles went back to nursing for a short time. But then as soon as he was released... She quit her shit again and they went back on the road. (laughs) Yep.
0: And it should, I I do want to mention this because it is very, very important to their relationship. A lot of times things like this happen where it's like a Bonnie and Clyde situation. It's two people that are in a relationship or whatever. Or even like um, Scientology started in a similar way. He was in multiple relationships. He kept using that as like a bounce board to build up his group, Hubbard did. But in this case, they were not known to be sexual partners at all Mm -mm. in any way, shape or form.
2: I would like to put in a moment uh, of appreciation that there's no creepy sex
1: stuff in this cult. Yeah, actually, it seems like they were mostly successful in being celibate. Yeah, for mm-hmm. the most
0: part. It does come up later, but it doesn't happen, which I was like, mm-hmm. at least they were aware enough to be like, no, <laughs> well, absolutely not. But
2: also, I think part of that is um, Applewhite was fired from one university. He was like a choir teacher or some he was shit. He an acting teacher. Acting? Yeah. I thought it was choir. Yeah. Maybe he was doing some other choir shit. He did a little of both things, mm-hmm. actually.
1: Okay. So, so that's it's kind of... Anyway, he was fired
2: for having a relationship with a male student. Um, So he was pretty consistently documented bisexual. So part of me is like, hmm, internalized homophobia or successful cult leadership.
0: Well, and that's what supposedly led to him being in a mental hospital, possibly, Mm -hmm. because he was fired for being in a relationship with a male student. Mm -hmm. His wife left him. She took the kids. So he had kids. Who knows? He also, at the
1: time, was... A preacher as well mm. right so was he was shunned from that so mm-hmm. he
0: lost everything and had a complete mental breakdown which mm-hmm. is where he meets Mettles. but like
1: mental breakdown could
2: just be a criminalized documented homosexual because homosexuality wasn't taken out of the dsm until the fifth edition which that is in living memory <laughs> which
0: is why i believe he was in an actual mental hospital because they would have sent him there or at least people would have pushed mm-hmm. him to go there because of their perceived issues with him. So, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but now they're
1: back on the road. (laughs) Let's contact some aliens. Vehicle in a vehicle. (laughs) (laughs) This is about when they actually start being successful as, like, a full-on cult. So this is the Waldport, Oregon incident, basically, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, where they go and they have, basically, a seminar. And then they actually recruit, like, almost everybody that goes to it,
2: right? Yep. Yep, so about 20 people. Mm -hmm. And they just straight up vanished from this hotel.
1: They all just got in cars and fucked off.
2: They, like, sold their shit. They stopped contacting people or engaging with outside community. And then they bummed around the U.S.
0: Yeah, and this was, like, September... Of 1974. Mm -hmm. So, right around the time we're releasing this.
1: There seems to be a lot of turning points in September with this cult, so (laughs) good timing. (laughs) Yeah, I
2: was like, well,
0: honey,
1: no, it is not 1974.
0: (laughs) It's not 1974. (laughs) it
2: now did, yeah no i thought that's what you were saying now. <laughs> now, for a second i
0: was like no oh
2: we're oh far no. past that <laughs> i can have my own credit card <laughs> like <laughs> oh there so are so many more things in
1: no 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 we're
0: like we're what is this it's not the 50th wait it's what like, anniversary we're not at the 50th anniversary not bad. That. That's not what I'm asking. Okay. We're at know. like the 47th anniversary of this. <laughs> Great. Of this meeting. Right? Cool. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool, Yeah. Math. It's hard. Anyway, all of these people disappear. Just like straight up disappeared. Mm-hmm. Which in the 70s is very hard. You just leave your front door and you don't tell anyone.
2: Yeah. You Leave all your identification papers yeah. behind. Yeah. You're like, oh, I pulled a Sybil. I have multiple personalities.
1: Ugh. <laughs> and they all just kind of pack up some camping shit and all, what little money they have and that's kind of what they do, is they kind of go around camping, whatever's free and cheap.
2: At this point, not gonna lie, this sounds pretty good.
1: But For now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but
2: uh, this was notably the first time that uh, this group received uh, media, like, significant media coverage. Walter Cronkite... Fuck. Con- Cronkite. Cronkite. God damn it. I got it. <laughs> now he's got it. That dude... Little Walt uh, reported on these disappearances on the CBS Evening News in late 1975.
1: So there were tons of newspaper headlines on mm-hmm. this too, like "Where have mm-hmm. they gone? Mysterious UFO cult." Mm-hmm. But like, if you've made the CBS Evening News, like, shit, you've Hot made shit. it.
0: Around this time um, because nobody knew where these people were disappearing to they actually didn't know that it was a UFO cult They just knew that people were disappearing They knew that there was like some kind of meeting happening and all these people were leaving or they were being taken or something So people were actually kind of freaking out Um, There were two men who were sociologists who went to go do an investigation on what they found out to be a cult because of a flyer that they found Mm -hmm. so based on this flyer they went out into the middle of nowhere in Oregon, I believe and they were like, oh my God, we've missed them. So they found a bunch of their literature in a trash can. And then apparently a car drove up and they were like, do you want to join? And they're like, okay, so you're the people we're looking for, and then they hopped in and they joined for a couple months and they were split during this time. And they didn't, this was common amongst the cult is they split up people who knew each other. Another way to kind of separate you from humanity, separate you from things you know. Um, these two guys stayed there for a couple months uh, only until the deadline, which was Christmas because the guy had a family. So go he go back to his family, um, but they stayed. They stayed in secret in this cult, which he said was really easy. All he had to do was pretty much not say anything, <laughs> and he kept secret <laughs> notes on anything he could write on. And he was the guy who broke this to the world. He came back, and they sold it. I can't remember which company they sold it to. It was Psych-
1: Popular science or something. Psychology.
0: Mm. Popular psychology, but he ended up breaking it with this other guy. They wrote uh, multiple articles about this. It was it was the front cover of psychology mm-hmm. um, of a psychology magazine, and that's when everyone found out. Oh my god, there's a UFO cult going around. Which is not like it's not like the weirdest thing in the 70s. There were a lot of cults going around, um, Again, all different varieties.
2: Does God drive a UFO?
0: <laughs>
2: there
1: were tons a lot of cults of, and a lot of serial killers.
0: Yeah, like a huge variety of cults. It's like you just like choose a serial right like that's what it was um cereal <laughs>
1: serial killer or a
2: cereal you eat for breakfast
0: cereal you eat for breakfast don't ever choose a serial killer no they're all just basically made of sugar but they have different colors the
2: tigers of fucking serial killers murder mitts
0: anyway
2: best best of both worlds
0: anyway they broke this news and that is when everyone knew about it and at that time the membership we have here was like about 100 followers but they were spread across the country they were not all in the same place at the same time this was not a very solid strict cult yet but that's always how a cult starts it
2: was still like fringe religious group at this point it wasn't like straight up cult yet yes so but yeah peak membership about 100 folks good job everybody
0: and then after that all kind of After that all kind of ran its course for a while and everyone was like, okay, now we're just a bunch of people out in nature. Then the cult kind of started to come together a bit more, which is where the belief system started to come in. And they got very strict around that point. That's when everything got super strict. And they came out with what is essentially a textbook of rules you have to follow. The 17 steps, just in case anyone's curious, this is directly from the website, which is still run today, possibly by two Heaven's Gate members. It's hard to say who runs it, to be honest. Um, nobody has come out to say that they run it. But I will read through the first seven of these 17
2: <laughs>
0: rules. Um Number one, can you follow instructions without adding your own interpretation? In other words, can you just listen to what we say and fuck off? Number two, can you deliver instructions as you receive them, or do they change according to your computer, which is one of the terms that they used, which is like a mindset thing if I remember right.
2: Your computer is your
0: brain. Yes.
2: The noggin.
0: Yep. Good old noggin. Uh, Do you participate, this is number three, in inconsiderate conversation, polluting the ears of others while you and your partner work things out?
2: You just described this entire podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of partner, they had a... Partner
0: check system. They did. We'll, oh. we'll, we'll get into that. Accountability
1: buddies. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. <laughs> Accountability buddies, yes. <laughs> I like Don't that you? better than That's partner much <laughs> better. Uh, number four, are you physically clumsy breaking things because you handle them too harshly or carelessly?
1: Fuck, I'm out. <laughs> None of us are in this cult anymore.
0: Yep. Number five, do you halfway complete a task because of your poor standard of what is thorough? That's a little condescending. Yeah. Number yeah. six, Judgey? do you put off tasks and procrastinate? That's me in uh, the yes. line. Uh, so
2: long as you make deadline.
0: And number seven, which is the last one I'm reading on this, are your patterns of cleanliness, sensitivity, gentleness, etc., consistent, or are they good only when spotlighted?
2: Spotlit or spotlighted?
0: I would say spotlit, but that this is them and they chose Uh that line. That's their decision. So anyway, those are the seven out of the 17 steps. There's a lot. If you want more of that, you can go to heavensgate.com. That's just, it's very simple. At least they got a simple domain name.
2: So let's get into the teachings a little bit because that's where this starts to ramp up. Mm -hmm. So the teachings combined elements of millennialism, and I'm I'm just going to define a lot of these because I didn't know. Mm. So, teachings combined elements of millennialism, um, which means there will be a pre-apocalypse golden age, Gnosticism, might be Gnosticism, I don't give a fuck, emphasis on personal spiritual knowledge, uh, UFOlogy, Christology, studying Jesus, asceticism, abstaining from worldly comforts for the sake of spiritual pursuit, so no sex, nothing with salt or like garlic or cheese, delicious sure. stuff. Yeah, that too.
0: Um,
2: and... Happiness. Does anybody know how to say this? Eschatology. Is eschatology?
0: Eschatology? I would say es- eschatology. 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 Cool. It's not
2: eschatology. Great. Um, basically, it's the end of the world as we know it. Um, my notes I don't say I...
1: feel fine. <laughs> my
2: notes say I don't feel fine. I <laughs> um, don't
1: feel fine. <laughs> but it's like the study of the apocalypse um, uh-huh. That obsession. It's a big with- mishmash of shit, basically. Yep. yep. I've heard somebody, like a religious expert, describe this as a, a, technically a Christian offshoot. Mm-hmm. Because fundamentally, they read from the Bible. Yep. They mm-hmm. go based off of Bible verses. Mm-hmm. And they believe in God, but there's an They're tr- Trekkies.
0: It's 100%. Yeah an offshoot of christianity Uh i do want to say however people are always like god is not actually god god is an extraterrestrial yes either way it just means you don't live on this planet that's Mm -hmm. he's an Mm -hmm. extraterrestrial you are correct you're very Mm -hmm. correct yeah that's like saying to someone you're not a human you're a being (laughs) sure
1: so basically the part that cam mentioned before where they die by media is about this time in 76 when they're like people will not leave us alone. So we're just gonna become reclusive nut jobs on the run. And this is also when they started instituting those gnarly
2: behavioral guidelines. So no sex, no drugs, no alcohol controlled diet so that goes through some just check all the cult fun boxes. iterations that gwyneth paltrow may or may not have revived don't sue me
0: at one point one of the cult <laughs> members says that they spent three months as the entire group uh drinking nothing but lemonade mixed with cayenne mixed with maple syrup they spent three months that was the only thing they were allowed to have so very culty uh if you are in a group of people and they tell you that's how you have to live you're in a cult
1: so, <laughs> yeah, so this is about the time they're officially a full blown cult. Ding 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 ding! Yay! Cult status! <laughs> full cult! Oof. And so, basically, the idea here is that if you follow all these rules perfectly and all these guidelines, you're gonna become unhuman, which is the way to Transcent. At this time, I think becoming an alien or like ascending onto the ufo to go through heaven's gate
0: the end goal is to become your alien self yeah. it's actually not so dissimilar from scientology they both have very similar belief systems i
2: went mormonism mormonism with this one
0: i don't know if, do the mormons like, believe you become an alien though no, but i don't like think the, so there is some
2: space stuff yeah in there. it's like the planet afterlife thing with, like, it's fair. many wives and populating your own planet and stuff.
0: With Scientology, your current existence is not the one that you will actually face in your millennia outside of this body. So you turn into some alien thing. It was Hubbard. He was a science fiction writer. I mean, science nonfiction writer, apparently. <laughs> um, but it's. Subjective. <laughs> whatever you want to go with. Um but yeah they believed that you were going to become an alien and there are pictures of this like what you become and it's just i mean but you just become a standard graylian like if you know what a grayling looks like you become a standard grayling
1: well it's more like the tall whites because the grays are tiny and gray these are like the big they have a like
0: face shape though and you've got uh, like that stupid little line on like, the teardrop head, and, head yeah. like,
1: with the big bug eyes
0: yeah they also had to change all their names um which is
1: another great cult thing uh, oh yeah thing.
0: Yeah, if you're in a group of people and they tell you you have to change your name and your name sounds very similar to everyone else, that's probably a cult. Um, So,
1: basically, they abbreviated everyone's first names into three letters. And they were almost always just three consonants. Um,
0: They didn't didn't abbreviate it. They just chose random names.
1: Some of them were abbreviated. That's how they described it at first. But then I did notice that some of them were not related to their actual first names. So... The way that they were saying originally that would work is like your name's Cameron, so it would be C M M, O D Y, and Odie is your last name. <laughs> he would so be, be like Camody.
0: <laughs> still, I still just wish there was one that was Cody O D because I think that's so much fun. But
2: Camody sounds like a toilet.
0: <laughs> um, so oh, the reason K-M-O-D. the reason why so that people understand why o d y fusion food, <laughs> and you typically add. Three consonants <laughs> onto the beginning, right? Um, eventually, that they do change that because they ran out of combinations. I don't really know how that works, but I
1: don't think that's how math or letters
0: work. I don't think it is either. But you tell them that. Um, I
1: can't. They're you dead. can't.
0: <laughs> that's true. <laughs> not all um, of them. Not all of them. Overwhelming
2: majority. That's
0: fair. Um, Anyway, Odie, ODY, they chose this because this is technically like the family name um, of the group. So because they were following these two leaders, that was the name of the leaders. They were the Odie's. So then your name was based off of being Odie. So you became whatever Odie. They have all kinds of different Odie's.
1: How did they pick that? Because like... um, Odie means like sub par yeah oh
0: it means you're below
1: them okay well i'm just like could have picked other like they
0: could have picked phonetics anything, probably. for the
1: scale
2: since that's where they pulled their names that they stuck with from the longest mm-hmm. but
1: mm-hmm. yeah Odie means something it means like you're the lowest level of whatever this hierarchy is it means like small entity or something yeah okay so it means something in the real world yeah not just here yeah okay
0: and this is where it got even a little bit more weird so they were trying to figure out how to like grab people and i think kind of in a way grab onto the newest generation um they essentially started using star trek as a form of indoctrination which is a weird thing to do but it kind of makes sense when you when you think about it it was one of the most popular things at the time so they were trying to use what was hip with the kids and (laughs) (laughs) They were using it as a visual means, specifically though, to explain kind of how all of this would work. They really wanted to show the crew dynamic, so that was a big aspect of this: is showing off how the people on the Enterprise work as a crew. So they were trying
1: to say that this is more like the the next level is like the Borg.
0: That's what I'm saying. So So that's what I'm getting to. So they started with Star Trek as the crew, then come along the Borg so so does the like mindset of this cult change and they change specifically to the borg because their whole idea anyway was that you change your form as you become kind of a hive mindset in order to ascend which is what the borg do um they change their form physically and they slowly become this hive mind until you just are borg you're not anything more than that and that's what they wanted people to become So it did work to a certain degree like it pulled people in and then they had references for people who didn't understand what the cult was about So it made it easier to pull in people because you're using pop culture references Um, And then also you have a visual Mm
1: -hmm. right you can show them Star Trek and be like look This is what it'll be like.
0: So anyone (laughs) with Star Trek That's kind of how they were looking at it is you start as one person and then as you join the hive you change your form to match Everyone else. So that's kind of what the idea was behind heaven's gate Um, they also had patches made eventually that said away team as being a reference to Star Trek because they were all kind of like a crew. Mm -hmm. But their away team was that they were actually, so you would think that would mean we're leaving and ascending. Like you would think that would actually be like the grim away team because we're going to commit suicide or whatever. That's not actually what it was for. It was actually a little bit of a lighter note. It was that they were the away team as in they were away from the ascension and they were going back to it. So they had come from there. They were away on Earth. Yes, they were away on Earth. So they were in their parasitic form inside these human bodies, I guess. So, Mm yeah.
2: And I had interpreted the whole Star Trek thing um, because I hadn't come across the Borg stuff, but Borgs are terrifying, one. But um, I had understood it as almost a palliative measure to reintroduce um, like the cultural elements that humans seek and need um, so that, the, like, shared fandom, the the music, the fantasy elements, the storytelling that you see that are pretty much ubiquitous. Um, and then they were all like, hell yeah, this fandom works with our imaginary Sky friends. This is, you know, cult leader condoned. Let's do this. And then it got worked in from there, so.
0: Yeah. Part of their beliefs are, did come from Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, mm-hmm. I think a big part of this is I... People, it's hard to figure out what the timeline is here, but I feel like the like physical changing form and like hive mind really probably didn't get fleshed out until the Borg thing came along. I think when they were watching The Next Generation, that's specifically what they watched for Star Trek, um, I think that's when that kind of got fleshed out, and they were like, yeah, that's a great idea. So they just kind of L. Ron Hubbard that a bit.
1: They also were only allowed to watch certain episodes. Yes. Oh, okay. Certain curated episodes by uh, okay. Stone T.
0: But then comes... One of the most important points in the cult's history, 1985.
1: All right, so 1985 is probably the largest turning point of the whole cult and probably the start of the largest downfall. Bonnie Nettles dies a normal human tragic death. She's not a normal human, though. They they did twist that later, but (laughs) she had cancer in her eye or something, which I feel like is probably one of the most horrific places to get cancer um she had the eye removed but then her health still deteriorated and she eventually passed there's not a lot of information necessarily when or how because the cult tried to keep it secret
2: her daughter speaks to that in some interviews mm-hmm.
1: but yeah. it, that's tough yeah
0: yeah this is like the roughest part for the daughter for sure The mm-hmm. just so everyone kind of has backstory on this um we don't have an error notes but i'll go ahead and get backstory real quick um, one thing that Nettles did do is she broke the covenant of the cult, but she was the cult leader. They do that. Um, <laughs> they don't follow she the same rules. More. She's not, yeah, she's above everyone else. She had been writing letters to her daughter every month, consistently, since she left. <laughs> she also just abandoned um, her daughter, like everyone else did, where they're like, yeah, I'm just going to abandon my family and leave she had done the same thing but she didn't fully abandon her she wrote her letters she didn't really tell her where she was or anything like that though but then the letters just stopped the reason why the letters stopped started with eye cancer which was around the time the last letter came in which is she sent her in the letter don't worry everything's fine or something she said i
1: am safe and well as of now yeah which i'm pretty sure was a code but i'm not sure
0: and then three weeks later or two to three weeks later she died so it, it turned out that her cancer had spread and she died it's a very sad point, um, especially for the daughter who doesn't find out until months later. Nine months Months, 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 months later.
1: She doesn't mm-hmm. find out until almost a year after.
0: By the time she finds out, so what happens to the cult is that for, the thing we kind of talked about with Nettles is Nettles, she ran the cult. She was like the dictator behind the cult.
2: She was the bre- the brain, Oh like yeah. the uh, computer mm-hmm. in the
0: vehicle. Doe was just, he was just the mascot. That's all he was. He's the white man that everyone follows honestly what he was and she controlled everything and she even controlled him to that point so she dies and the cult doesn't have a leader anymore or a sense of direction which is a huge hit to the cult so they end up breaking apart he sends everyone back to go see their families which breaks the whole covenant of the cult breaks the whole idea of what they're supposed to be doing and, and then
2: that was supposed to be like a rum of sort of thing right
0: yeah and one person stays behind they don't actually go back to the cult once they see their family they're like but everybody else does everyone else goes back though everyone else goes back to the cult they
1: stay home for like a couple weeks and then everyone just shows back up to the cult anyway
0: and that's when everything changes because when they originally broke off they're not supposed to die like this it's not supposed not the cult leaders they weren't supposed to die of cancer until
1: this point everything was supposed to physically happen
0: this yeah. wasn't necessarily this was a spiritual. Problem.
1: Yeah. Because what they were saying before is that by following all the rules, you would like physically change your human body into the alien and then ascend. But now we've seen that she can still die.
0: Yeah. But not anymore because canon has changed. So the way the story works is it becomes changed once they all come back, and Doe is like, I've had this revelation essentially which is N- nettles didn't die she's actually with me now she's actually with me more than ever and her body didn't die of cancer it or her vehicle her her vehicle actually burned up because she was ready to ascend like to that point and just so everyone knows she was like her ashes were spread so there is no body her ashes were spread across the beach all of this happened though in the time frame before the daughter found out the cult had broken apart come back together spread the ashes all within the time that the daughter was unknowing that her mom was gone and just waiting for a letter every single day it's a very terrible part of this whole thing
2: it's completely fucked
0: yeah Mm -hmm. they send two cult members to tell her who kind of like softball it to her and then she figures it out Um, Well, actually,
1: I guess, allegedly, uh, Nettles' last wishes is that they'd never tell her daughter. Yes. But then they all felt too guilty, and so they went and actually told her, apparently. That whole thing kills me, too, though, because if they actually did make the decision, that's a very human decision.
0: And... They're trying to
1: be unhuman.
0: Doe does the most human thing out of everything, everybody. He sends her this message that is like, I'm sorry, I wish I could do more. And it sounds legitimately heartfelt. It doesn't sound fake, like cult leader fake. It does sound heartfelt. And I think Doe was struggling with the idea of, I don't know who I am. I don't know what this cult is. And I don't know what's going on now that Nettles is gone. Nettles was his support system. She's the person that he trusted most. The only person that he had really, besides the cult. But that's why the cult ends up getting pulled together more aggressively than ever Mm -hmm. because they're the only thing that he has left, which he says in his return video. They're the only thing that he has now. Well,
2: and I think they were very much partners. Like they maybe called it soulmates or, you know, whatever (laughs) reincarnations of various deities or deity figures, but they were partnered. Um, maybe not sexually, but, um, I think, I think there's a lot of loss there. And, even if Apple Applewhite is a fucking jackass who essentially murdered forty some people, mm-hmm. um, I, I feel for him in losing in losing a partner that way. But I also feel for the daughter in that she is also a victim of this cult through oh, their 100%, treatment of her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so when we were chattering about a, a cult death counts earlier. Um, which would make a really good band name, but uh, <laughs> slow metal, obviously. Um, but like, I think the the ripple effects, the the victimization goes beyond the immediate deaths.
0: Yeah. And I, I want to keep this light. We usually keep these light. <laughs> but like the last thing that I do want to say before <laughs> we get back to maybe keeping it a little bit light, um, just kind of on a darker note, is I think the worst part about all of this for the daughter is learning the fact that her mother who never told her her location was about four hours away when she died so not very far four hours by car so you i mean she was literally within reach and there were weeks that she could have had to go out there and spend time with her mother or vice versa and it didn't happen instead nettles chose to keep to herself and not tell her daughter and I don't necessarily like. It's hard to say what the reason was. It doesn't sound like that's like out of shame or anything like that. I think she was just too wrapped up in having like owning this cult. I don't think Nels ever believed a single piece of this. I think she just wanted the control.
2: Oh, I think she was fully batshit and believed every word of it.
0: I don't think she ever believed it. I never saw anything that said she believed it.
2: I'm like that's a long time to pull off that charade.
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll get true. back to this. We'll get back to it. <laughs> we'll get back. To <laughs> it. We'll go <get> back to <laughs> it. But anyway, that's kind of the. That's 1985, and that's like the whole turning point.
2: We go real downhill. Yep. So, real bad. Buckle up. Do you <laughs> have your exit buddy? 10, 10 years left.
0: This is where it gets batshit insane. Yeah. This is where it becomes like the Heavens Gate cult.
2: What's that, E.T.? You want me to eat chicken pot pie? <laughs> Let's do this. Okay. So, we are into the early 90s. Heaven's Gate goes online and uses the name Higher Source, I believe, as a business okay. umbrella. Because they did do a lot of work, like, early work programming, was my understanding. Yeah, I feel
1: like they all... There was a point where they were actually living off some one of the members' trust funds. And mm-hmm. that eventually ran out. <laughs> and so then they Shocking. all had to get jobs. But at this point, they could use computers. So they're yeah. doing various jobs with, like, computer programming.
0: And so. this is the act difference between, like, Act 1 and Act 2 of this cult, is... Act one, Nettles and Doe, I don't know why I don't call them Doe and T, but Nettles and Doe, they were living large at this point because they had a trust fund and one of the guys, he, his family owned like some huge, like, um, what was it? It was some kind of...
1: That was a trust fund kid.
0: Yeah, but his family owned a bunch of other things too. So that they weren't the just he living off the fund trust fund. And
1: the guy's right. family was rich. So, <laughs> so it was
0: oil maybe it was some kind of big company but they were living in like what were described as essentially mansions so they were living large they had a lot of money it was everything you'd expect from a cult act two not the same thing act two doe this is why i think they're completely different people t and doe is doe wasn't focused on the money he became focused on holding these people to himself not the money he didn't want the fame or glory or anything like that he wanted the people which is a weird creepy aspect of the second act
2: yeah it's pretty fucked up
0: yeah it's fucked up
2: okay so anyway we're in the early 90s the internet is a thing well i mean it's not a thing but not yet but it will be a thing it's ramping up to a thing computers are a thing um beyond star trek so uh heaven's gate is one of the first cults to recruit and proselytize online i can't say fucking mormonism but i can say proselytize like cool
1: yeah kudos to you i don't know
2: how to fucking say that word cool cool, cool 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 um so that's they were kind of like the cult that took culting into the 21st century like the cult of cult. culting
0: i'm happy that's a verb i'm happy you can
2: it's a gerund now so it's fine um and then this is about the time where the group starts looking at the upcoming hail or comet hail bop. It's usually how I see it written.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, as a sign of their. It's a sign. So whether that's a sign of the end times or their time to ascend, like shit's happening, it's getting real. Buckle up. Yeah. Just keep buckling up, more buckles on buckles.
0: And it doesn't help that a UFO was spotted directly next to the comet. There was a famous image that shows the comet and shows something also lit up. Totally not a lens flare. Something also lit up right next to it. Um I'll get to that.
2: my theory is still an alien just like surfing behind it. Like water skiing.
0: <laughs> they, but just like, got
1: a tether. Okay. See,
0: right that's that terrifying way. for this specific reason that I hadn't mentioned yet, <laughs> which is that it's at a distance and a size, that means it is multiple times larger than the Earth. So your version is scarier than what I say. Three times
1: larger. But again, I, I get there. regret nothing. <laughs> you're
2: welcome. <Yeah>. Sleep well. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, they're also beginning to, to discuss how they're planning on leaving their vehicles. Uh, so, suicide has been strictly ruled out as an option as it doesn't allow ascension. This part confuses the shit out of me. Cameron, you're in.
0: Okay. Um, so this part also confuses the shit out of me, but I'll stay in, um,
1: <laughs> <Good luck.
0: laughs> so one of the things that they talked about is the fact that they needed to die in order to ascend. That's like the whole thing here. We've mentioned it before. Yeah. However, there needs to
1: be a way to separate the alien spirit thing from the human body.
0: Right. However, the ignoring animal. act three of this cults. They choose originally that suicide, like they talk about suicide, but suicide is not an option. It is originally said that Doe is completely against suicide as an option. He says you cannot ascend if you commit suicide. Obviously this changes for them at some point. But one of the things that they think about, among the many things that they think about, um, is they consider learning how to gun right they consider learning how to have <laughs> guns so um all right that's apparently something that's talked about and what this means is they would do what the branch davidians did um for those who don't know that's the whole wake up texas incident uh it is just like a large shooting spree back and forth between the fbi a tank and the branch davidians so basically and, death
1: by martyrdom right
0: mm-hmm. right death by martyrdom and that's what they were thinking about and then they all decided A, that's painful, painful, (laughs) very painful. B, it's very difficult and convoluted. And C, this is the most important aspect out of all of it, is they wouldn't die together necessarily. And they were afraid of leaving people behind. So they were afraid that some people would survive the battle.
1: Part of the problem was they figured that not all of them would necessarily die. It would leave probably about half the cult maimed or injured and probably arrested. Yeah. Which would totally ruin everything.
0: Right. So mm-hmm. they discussed they discussed multiple things, but they didn't actually come to a concrete idea. And then it kind of got tabled for years because they didn't have an idea of how they were going to do it. They actually were stuck because their own beliefs didn't allow them to do what they needed to do. So it wasn't as simple as just we're going to Jonestown ourselves. Cognitive
1: dissonance.
0: So... <laughs> they instead put it on the table for put it aside for a while and they just built up the cult more. That's what they ended up doing.
1: Yeah, this is when they kind of did the second round.
0: Panic build.
1: Let's let's (laughs) recruit more people.
0: Act two is a panic build. That's that's what this is. All right, and
2: that act two is in October of 1996. Uh, Heaven's Gate moves into a large home they call The Monastery because that's not creepy. And that is in Rancho Santa Fe, California, which is the stupidest city name. I will stand by that. (laughs) I um, had some discourse about this earlier. Uh, during this time, fun fact, and probably my favorite fun fact of all of these notes, they also purchase alien abduction insurance covering oh, man. up to 50 members, which is aspirational at this point, and this is with a uh, $1 million per person payout, and coverage includes <laughs> abduction, impregnation, or death by aliens.
1: Um... What? I don't know. I'm Isn't very, that what they wanted? Did I they thought want they them were happen? aliens. This is the most so. confusing
0: thing because they're trying to become those aliens. Yeah, they want insurance they? against themselves. I, d- I don't they know. They thought that
1: they were aliens <laughs> inhabiting human bodies. I have no explanation <laughs> for this. <laughs> we don't trust our brethren.
0: That is very confusing. Also, for anyone who wants to know, this is absolutely real. Alien abduction <laughs> insurance was offered by a um, Florida law firm forever. <laughs> Fuck in Florida, uh, yeah, Port it's Florida. actually no longer available, though it is now. Bummer. Default, which is okay, total bummer.
2: <laughs> and the technical term for this type of insurance is called niche insurance. And so you'll pe- see people buying insurance for things like the sun explodes or Bigfoot ransacking my vacation home in Idaho, like just like the weirdest <laughs> shit. Where insurance companies are like, you want us to pay us monthly to pay out if Bigfoot. Raise your freezer. Sign sure. on the
0: dotted I will say the alien abduction. <laughs> so the guy that ran one in Florida, um, you would think it's scam, right? However, he had someone try and claim that, and they did, and he let them, and he paid them a whole agreed settlement of like ten dollars over the course of multiple years or something like that.
2: I'm gonna need you to put a pin in that so that we can circle back and talk to this <laughs> probably later. <laughs> That's fair. So, fun fact of the episode. You can get alien abduction insurance. Good luck.
0: I think this is a good point. I do want to bring this up. So, um, one of the things that we did for research uh, is we watched the documentary uh, about Heaven's Gate. It's on HBO. And it, it just has a lot of interesting interviews. But I want to use this as a point to show how the cult had changed. Because I mentioned it, but I want to show a proof. The proof here that Doe didn't care about the money was, one, he didn't just take the money that the group earned. The group's money went to the group. It didn't go to just the cult leader, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: B, there was a member in this documentary specifically, which is the only reason why I'm mentioning it, um, who he, decide, he had broken the covenants of the cult. He had been looking at women on MTV. He had been... I don't know how to say it other than I mean, pleasuring MTV. himself. MTV, yeah. Uh,
2: that gets me hot. He
0: said those. Wi- I saw the women dancing, and I was like, "That's you were definitely cut off then for a while." Um, <laughs> but
1: I mean, everyone wore pants and full long sleeve button up shirts, buttoned up to the neck. That was.
0: I mean, at point, one point so. they showed like in the documentary like a low cut shirt that Madonna was wearing, but like it's not anything special. <laughs> I it's mean, just normal MTV, but.
2: Also, I'm like androgyny is hot. So, what's this guy's damage? <laughs> so, these <laughs> like, are great too. It's fine.
0: He anyway. <laughs> ended up telling he ended up telling Doe about this, and. Doe was like, well, you have so much potential and I'm sorry this happened and I think you should keep working on this, but maybe this isn't like the right fit. They kind of decided that he shouldn't be there anymore. He was actually a huge part of this cult. He was one of the spokespeople for this cult. He was one of the people that kept pulling people in. He was one of like the four that would talk to entire groups of people and try and pull in more members. He was a big piece of this. Um,
1: you can only suppress yourself for so long before.
0: But he, it doesn't work and anymore. and I well, will say, as far as the that. documentary continues, he still believes in this. Um, but he left the cult. But the because he left the cult, you'd think, okay, well, he's just thrown out and they don't want him anymore. Doe bought him a plane ticket, to, to go wherever he wanted, and gave him six hundred dollars cash. So Doe didn't just leave him. And I will say that there is some part of me that like. Appreciates that he didn't just abandon this dude. Even though Doe is a complete piece of shit, he didn't abandon this member. It wasn't about, like, you have to follow me or else. And that's the weird thing with this cult.
2: And I think that's part of, like, for me personally, my fascination with this is that, like, there are these home videos and it's like them celebrating Christmas and, like, cooking all together and being just, like, a goofy chosen family. And I think chosen family is a really valuable thing and really important to so many people um you know not not
0: to cult extent they were 60 steps in the wrong direction i know but they were on the right track at one point yeah
2: they have these (laughs) really human and redeeming elements where i'm like yes i see that that's wonderful i'm so glad that you had that but also like oh
1: buddy like you you gotta not follow so blindly why
0: did you guys have to decide you have to turn into aliens and ascend why why can't you guys just have christmas and thanksgiving together yeah why why (laughs) can't you just do normal things but i did want to bring that up as a point because i do want to like that is that is the difference between act one and act two of this act one nettles and Doe were spending a ton of money on mansions and all kinds of shit Act two, Nettles is gone, and Doe's just giving away money to members who are mm-hmm. leaving. And that's a huge difference. You, n- you do not see that in a cult. It does not happen often in a cult. This
1: is a really weird cult. It, it is. is. The fact that they call themselves a cult is something uh-huh. completely different. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. There is a video of him where he's saying, some people are calling this a cult. It is a cult. It's the cult of cults.
0: Bouncing off of that and to show even more about, like, kind of in the situation they were in, we talked about how... The sex stuff didn't really happen in this cult like you see in other cults. Mm-hmm. You had Branch Davidians, he had child brides. You have other cults like the Vikram cult, which is a famous for its sexual assault, right?
2: It's like pretty much start a cult, like let's get weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not in a good weird way. Exactly. And
0: usually it comes from someone who's working, who like moves up and works directly next to the leader. So this is an important point to bring up. Which is that Doe, as we know, he had a sexual relationship with a male student of his. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, he's gay. So, that is an aspect of him. But he has not embraced this. And one thing that happened is is one of the earliest members of the cult ended up moving up and being his direct assistant. Now, this was a very tall, well-built dude. So, Doe was was attracted to him. Right. So, it was everything that Doe wanted. And... Do, instead of acting on this and just using his power towards the cult like most cult leaders would he tells the group and he's like i have whatever it, they called it a mission sensuality they called it emissions though they called it night emissions which i don't Ew, like bleh. the term of bleh. and they had cameras and all kinds of stuff to make sure people weren't doing night emissions that's a whole thing Okay, that's that's a whole if thing you're <laughs>
2: unconscious You literally can't control that so, like,
0: <laughs> but
2: my God, but they were biology. worried about it. Even
0: if the human vehicle was doing There's it, it was still a problem. There's right. a whole thing. We were not getting into that part. What we are going to get into is that Doe told the group about this and one of the group members suggested castration so
1: never a good idea yes and they tried to do it themselves
0: they tried to do it themselves on one guy
2: diy but don't do it (laughs) and here's the easiest
0: way to put how this went they flipped a coin for two guys which one was going to go first one guy won so he chose himself to go first they did it and then things started to swell incorrectly and then they spent the next couple hours deciding whether or not they were going to take him to the hospital they called a priest at one point. And the, and the priest pri-
1: was like, no. He said, the I'm guy sorry. said specifically. so like castration
2: led to proprietism? Or is that, I just fucked that word up, but that's, it's basically adjacent. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. A, the dude had a boner that wouldn't go away when
0: they chopped off the nuts. Not a boner.
2: What the fuck is happening? <laughs> All right, so I'll say it. The sack swelled. The sack swelled. No. Yes. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Wait. So, what the fuck were they removing then? The so this
0: site. is the problem. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but
2: not the <lots> <laughs> just, just So you guys now. Oh my god! My it's like
0: late crazy. content None warning.
2: Of these people like grew up near or on cattle ranches. Like, are rubber bands out? So one's not an so option. The, so <laughs>
0: what the fuck? So the person that chose, so the person that they chose to actually perform this castration, cause they only did one by themselves. They do more later, but they oh, only good. did one by themselves. But anyway, like Ali said, his so eloquently, his sack swelled. Um, and then they, he no. said, he said, Oh my God, I've taken this too far. Please call a doctor. Please take me to the hospital. They said no, because they didn't want to be charged with anything for performing operations illegally. These are medical procedures. You are not allowed to just perform. Can
1: I say the best part? Yeah. Um, so they do end up taking him to the hospital, right? And he I guess he's fine. They don't really like say anything after that. They're like, We took him to the hospital and like that was it.
0: He doesn't and seem to come back.
1: In order to avoid being <laughs> in order to avoid being connected to basically doing an illegal procedure on their own, they they drive to a bridge and they have his balls in a bag and they just toss him into the river.
0: They throw away evidence.
1: Why, little swimmers. (laughs) The ball's not in their court anymore.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Oh Oh, my god. I'll give you credit for
0: that one. But yeah, so they throw the evidence. (laughs) So they drive this guy to a hospital. They abandon him.
2: They just like and then they throw his like door
1: push. And then they
0: throw his testicles off a bridge.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. But this actually prompts several male members to leave. Because actually, as far as our ideals go, this kind of feels like a cop out, you know? Because you should be like controlling your mind to not have desires. But instead of doing that, they've just cut off the part that requires desires. Yep. And so a lot of people ended up leaving after this incident yep and, and refusing to get the castration but after that all of them went to professional doctors
0: to. Do they properly. found a doctor who would perform it <laughs> so they found a doctor who would perform it multiple people got castrated the guy that we mentioned earlier who left the cult um for his uh sexual issues i guess which is watching mtv too much uh he <laughs> did he it. did not get castrated so some of them chose not to it was not a requirement it was a recommendation though
1: Anyway, let's move on to 1997 now. Uh,
2: 1997, the end is extremely nigh. I am taking full credit for that. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So, Applewhite, our good friend Doe, records Doe's final exit, outlining his plan for, quote, evacuating the Earth, end quote. Uh, spoiler alert here, the only way to do this, um, they decided somewhere between the early 90s and 97, um, that this was death by suicide, um, so we're go- just gonna, before we get too much farther, like, we're just gonna get right into trigger warning territory, like, big trigger warning. So much suicide. A lot of suicide. Like, big trigger warning. Yeah, maybe, a um, I'm amazed you made it this far, but also, like, maybe just skip, like, ten minutes
0: forward. In- including Doe, there are 39 members mm-hmm. who are gone now. hmm So, yeah.
2: Yep. So, we're on the downward slope of this um so the comet hail bop uh with the spacecraft trailing behind it um air quotes again was the sign of quote closure to heaven's gate like doors closing it's your last chance shit or get off the pot
0: <laughs> um and
2: apparently they yes their get off famous the
0: pot. slogan <laughs> join heaven's gate shit or get off the pot <laughs> we're getting off the pot <laughs>
2: Oh, Oh, I regret opening my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, in theory, uh, in this belief system, after their deaths, a UFO would take their souls to another, quote, level of existence above human, end quote. The followers, in advance of this um, evacuation, uh, they all videotaped farewell messages. So. March 22nd to the 26th of 1997. Um, again, big old trigger warning! We're talking about a lot of death here, and um, I'm including all the details. So, the followers died by suicide, two at a time, by ingesting phenobarbital mixed with applesauce or pudding and a vodka chaser. They then secured plastic bags around their heads to induce asphyxiation, Uh, My assumption is that this was the backup plan. Just cover all the bases. Yep, exactly. After a member had died, a living member arranged the body. They would remove the plastic bag and arrange the body on the bed, covering their faces and torsos with a purple cloth. The followers were dressed in identical black sweatshirts and pants, so sweatsuits, black and white Nike decades. Uh, They reportedly (laughs) got a good deal on these in (laughs) advance of this event, and then... It was very promptly discontinued by Nike. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And they also wore armband patches that read Heaven's Gate Away Team, which was an homage to the Star Trek universe.
0: Right. And I want to say with the Nikes, they specifically chose the Nikes because it was a good deal. Everything else they apparently were very like critical about. But then the Nikes just came along and they were a good deal. So they went with them. I, I guess mean, you got to so. do that.
1: As long as all the same, I guess. It, it same, worked guess.
2: aesthetically. It worked Financially, like all right.
0: Yeah, and one of those pairs, uh, or not one of like the pairs that someone wore, but um, a, like the same exact type of Nike, uh, the Nike Decades, which were discontinued. Someone found those in their storage unit years later, Unborn. and they sold them on I think eBay for I think I read anywhere from like five thousand to six grand, and was six
1: and something. It was they, nearly seven grand, <laughs> and they
0: specifically advertised this the listing. With Doe's face Which is awful yeah. But they specifically use the suicide To, to do that but if you have 90 decades They might be worth a lot of money
2: Will I judge so. you? Yes Because me- me- murderabilia is Fucked up
0: True true
2: Okay so back to this nightmare Each person had on them a $5 bill And three quarters So the $5 Basically every time a follower left the house They kept The $5.75, basically, on them. So $5 for covering the cost of vagrancy laws, if they were harassed, given a ticket, whatever. Boom, they were done. They were out. And then quarters for calling home from payphones. So this was kind of an... uh, Surviving members clarify that this was kind of a a little bit of a tongue-in-cheek moment of, like, yep, we're leaving the house. It's the final time. We are bringing our $5 and, you know, some cents to in case we get charged for vagrancy and in case we need to call home. The deaths occurred uh, between March 22nd and 26th, and it was in groups of 15, 15, and nine. Applewhite was the third from last with only the final two followers being found without the group's rights. Prior to the end of the deaths, packages were sent to Heaven's Gates affiliated or formerly affiliated individuals and a few media outlets. Uh, Those packages contained a letter and two VHS tapes. One of the tapes was Doe's final exit, and the second tape was the farewell messages from the followers. The letter, um, like you can find it online. Uh, I just got the cliff notes because, whew. <laughs> um, The letter included the statement, we have exited our vehicles just as we entered them. So one recipient was Rio D'Angelo, And he got a ride with his boss from L.A. to the monastery. The back door was left unlocked, presumably for this reason. And uh, D'Angelo used a video camera to document his um, exploration of the death scene. D'Angelo, at the time he was calling anonymously, left a tip for the San Diego County Sheriff's Department at 315 on March 26th. And he suggested that they, quote, check on the welfare of the residents. You can find the full transcript online. Move. Um, yeah so that was how uh that went down
0: yeah and he was kind of d'angelo was kind of the one that gave everybody like the missing pieces to like what might have happened because obviously there's no one else to do it he had been around the longest but he also wasn't there towards the very end so he knew the most about it but that's kind of it he didn't he wasn't a part of the end so yeah But this is a different situation, again, than, like, Jonestown. This isn't a, like, people are forced to do this. For those who don't know, Jonestown was not a 909-person suicide. There's a reason why it's called massacre. Mm -hmm. It was not just suicide. It was a mix of suicide and genocide. So this, however, is different. It seems to be just straight-up suicide.
1: But also something that people don't mention very often is that I think nine people survived this not necessarily survived but like didn't do it and left
0: Right. Mm-hmm. left mm-hmm.
2: yeah there were people who left in advance there were people who were maybe out in the world doing their thing hadn't made it back um who did or did not it went both ways
0: um, yeah and the guy who we mentioned who left um who's given 600 dollars in a plane ticket to go wherever he wanted wherever he needed he still around he did a lot of interviews for the hbo documentary um and he still believes in it he does think that he's going to ascend. I don't know what he thinks about them. Um, we didn't watch the final episode of the documentary, but I don't know what he thinks about their ascension. What I do know is that he thinks that he can still ascend. Hmm. So he's still working on that. But who knows, you know, who knows what he'll do. Obviously, there's from what I can tell, he still doesn't believe the suicide thing is an option. That was the belief at the time. And he left two years before they committed suicide so he left before their views somehow changed and we don't really oh. have a good handle on that is i it? guess oh. now
1: is a good time to mention that the website today has an entire section on why we are against suicide oh mm-hmm. it is um quote our position against suicide yep so they i don't know like it's it's a weird note there where it's like are you Shunning your other members who did commit suicide like are you saying they didn't manage ascension or Are you saying well they did what they had to but now we don't condone that like I don't really get what the point is with that in
2: my mind I'm interpreting that as the remaining members of this cult of this belief system do not see this death right as suicide and I see it as a fully realized death rite because yeah. so much care was put into the method of it and so much care was given to the bodies. And the bodies, for their own sake, wasn't like in Jonestown with like the creepy facing towards yes. Jones. It was like they were, they were cared for in their death. Um, and part of contemporary um, death positivity movements recognizes that there's a large... Disconnect between the death and dying process and the survivors, and so the survivors, the chosen families of these people, they they cared for these bodies, they performed those rites themselves, um, and typically that is a sign of respect to to the the deceased. Yeah. So I think sociologically um, that's very interesting in the. It should be respected as a death right. Um, I do also think it's a murder by cult.
1: Yeah. So yeah. I think it was something projected onto the cult that wasn't necessarily part of their beliefs. Mm-hmm. I think it was a fully like an apple white idea. Mm-hmm. Because it, I, like we keep saying, it wasn't part of their original ideology, and it still is not post this incident. So.
0: Yeah, I think that. This one's weird because, again, it wasn't necessarily forced. Was it coerced? Yes. Like, absolutely. So much coercion. Yeah. I mean,
1: it's
2: a cult. (laughs) I mean, it was manipulated. It was coerced. There was, like, layer upon layer. And it's that thing where people... It started out as a pretty mainstream religious organization or spiritual organization. And then it just, like, you know, what? 20 minutes ago, we warned you to buckle up and then buckle up some more.
0: And I want to say that, on a, that a good way a, a good way to see whether or not someone is trying to manipulate you is to pay careful pay careful attention to their mannerisms when they're making those videos, like uh, like Apple White made. Which is, if you watch the videos that Doe made, um, especially towards the end, like I watched one of them, which was the, one of the later initiation videos. I did not
2: watch any of yeah. them. Yeah. There was no fucking way. I
0: watched one and I realized, like, I ended up going back and then rewatching it and like timing it. I realized he didn't blink for over 30 seconds at one no, point. No.
2: Dude which has Which is an intentional eyes. thing.
0: But it's also like, it's intentional. It's like, if you like watch those videos, notice like the mannerisms that he does because it's... He won't blink for long periods of time, um, especially on the key things he's trying to get across to you. He will smile periodically, but it's never real. It's never something that's legitimate or, it, or feels like familiar, I guess. And he will talk in very like almost condescendingly soft tones, like a child. Like it's kind of like you get talked to like Steve from Blue's Clues. Like you, it's like a similar thing because they're <laughs> trying. Bring up Steve. They're trying to on, Steve. put you in a place where you're below them and where you feel like that, so that way you feel like you have to go to them to be helped. And that's what he did. And I feel like these people, like you said, it's it's murder by cult, mm-hmm. but it's a different kind of murder by cult.
2: It's that manipulation. It's paternalistic and mm. just that like that. Father knows best.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Aesthetic. Yeah, and I mean, thank God for at least the people who did manage to leave it without getting caught up in that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, unfortunate that 38 people went with him.
1: So that's basically the story of the cult. Right. And it doesn't really end there because there is, apparently it's still kind of out there. Yep. I don't really understand how their beliefs have evolved at this point because... But it is translated into German. Oh,
0: If you need it. I
1: guess there was a need there. (laughs) I think it was a voluntary thing. But yeah, I guess this hasn't really ended. But to me, that seems really strange because it seems like their act three beliefs Mm -hmm. were that the last chance was to get on the UFO behind that comet, Mm -hmm. which will not be back, if at all, for a long time. So I don't really know what they think after that. I didn't really find anything in the aftermath. However, we can talk about it wasn't just the cult that said anything about a UFO behind the comet, as you kind of mentioned earlier the the ufo sighting quote-unquote was um what inspired them to go through with their exit choice as horrible as that sounds they didn't actually come up with it some other guy um, a mere six days before I came into this world, November of 1996. And that's really all that's important. <laughs> <laughs> um, some guy who was an amateur astronomer named Chuck Schremeck, Sh- he announced on a random radio station that a giant spacecraft that was probably three times the size of Earth was following the Hale-Bopp comet. And so that's what kind of sparked this downfall of the cults. So they were like, oh my God, here's our chance this is the ufo and that's another thing that i didn't notice with the cult in their history is they didn't really like have ufo sightings regularly you know like they weren't like apparently when they were camping they had people watch the heavens as they called it mm-hmm. every hour but
2: uh what's her face i already forgot her name
1: nettles yes thank Bonnie you Bonnie Nettles.
2: <laughs> yep apparently she and her daughter did have a sighting
1: That's true, but that was way way. before the cult. Yeah, so that was like super early When her daughter was like 10, I think she said. Yeah, I was going to go solid tween zone there, so formative. And so she did have like kind of an initial UFO sighting, so that was kind of like her basis for the thought, but the cult itself never had UFO sightings. Yeah, I didn't find that. And so I think this is the first time where they're like, holy shit, here's something. This is our chance, and this is obviously the last chance. According to their site, I'll just read the quote here. This section on the site is titled, hale Bop brings closure to the Heaven's Gate. But this says, hale approach is the marker we've been waiting for. The time for the arrival of the spacecraft from the level above human to take us home to their world. In literal heavens, our 22 years of classroom here on planet Earth is finally coming to conclusion. Graduation from the human evolutionary level. What the Fuck. Straight up cult shit. Um, but it was later found out, not much later, pretty quickly, discovered that it was just a star. I still like that it was an alien, like, wakeboarding, wakeboarding behind a comet. <laughs> like, I
2: think that would be great. That makes me happy in my brain. Like, that's the happiest thing in
1: this whole thing. Yeah, so it, I just think it's interesting that this actually came from an outside source, that there was a UFO following the comet. But now the, the, the comet sighting in the 90s, the late 90s, is directly attributed to this cult happening now. If you look up the hale Bop comment, you get the Heaven's Gate story. So it's pretty much eternally connected, which is unfortunate.
2: Sorry, Hale and Bob.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to kind of get into like some of the cult mentality stuff here, like kind of how this happens, what it means for people. Part of the conspiracy here, for me at least, is did the leaders actually believe in what they were preaching to these people? So like Nettles specifically, she was alleged to be into the occult and like she was into astrology and stuff for sure. But I don't know, it seemed more like she was more into this for like the control stance. Like she wanted to be, she was known as like God basically by the end of this cult. She was supposed to be God, the father, and he was Jesus.
2: Yeah, I I don't know, just because I have recently listened to some of those interviews um, with the daughter. Like, it sounds like she was in a steep decline into batshit and that's the the technical term there um, she might have really believed this but also been into the control like that happens or like that thing where you're like so busy convincing other people that you have to believe it because that is yeah the worldview that you are clinging to
1: it's just this cult is so weird because there's like very little scandal it's fucking bizarre i just it, it's it's honestly just kind of straightforward as horrible as that sounds. But like,
0: I mean, the biggest scandals are he got put in jail for six months and then his entire group committed suicide, which that's, Mm -hmm. that part's a huge scandal, but like there's no sex scandals or violence scandals or Mm -hmm. anything in between, Mm -hmm.
1: which is Mm -hmm. weird. It doesn't seem to be any corruption. I mean, it was pretty straightforward the whole way through. So for me, I, I guess it's really hard to discern like what their motivations were. I don't know. It just seems really like weird to me but then like Applewhite as well. I guess he has more of like a backstory here. There's discrepancies about whether or not he actually had like a big mental break or if people just made bad decisions on putting him in a mental hospital or what it it was. But there's definitely some kind of mental disturbance that could have happened, whether it just be he lost everything all at once and kind of broke, or if he really actually lost his mind, it's kind of hard to tell. I just, I just, it's hard to tell for him too, like how much of it was actually cemented into his brain and how much he actually, like, believed, and how much he would just kind of got sucked into and had to keep going.
0: I don't think he had to keep going. I think originally with nettles, I think he was just following. He was just a follower. Yeah, what like I'm everyone saying with like else. keeping
1: going is like after nettles dies, that's what I was about. He's to kind to of TV already like so deep into this. Like, what mm-hmm. is? He can't just leave everybody. It's <laughs> but I that think, like kid
2: thing where like. You're already so invested in this lie that, like,
1: yeah.
0: I think he could have, though, because he offered himself an opportunity to leave, but then he called everyone back. Mm -hmm. And I think Mm. that's where he had decided, I'm going to continue this. And I think the only reason is because he didn't have anyone. He didn't have his kids anymore. He didn't have his wife anymore. It's been years away from them, like over a decade at this point. So, like, he had no one. He had no life. Well, another weird thing with
1: that is he actually made. All of the cult members marry him.
0: Yes, that was another. They
1: had a whole ceremony where he basically married himself to the cult, and they all wore wedding rings. I
2: think I read that and immediately Mm -hmm. repressed it.
1: (laughs) Like so, like I think Mm -hmm. it is fair to say that he did most of this out of loneliness. Like this was his community, and he just stuck with that.
0: I think yeah, and I think at the end that's what he did. I think he didn't want to go alone, but I don't think he wanted. But it's also fucking
1: insane. Well, I think he didn't want (laughs) to stay anymore.
0: I think he was kind of losing it, and Mm -hmm. I think he wasn't. I don't think he was able to cope with life anymore. I think he was ready to commit suicide. And I think he needed other people to do it with him. And that's just honestly was dark, harsh like, truth.
1: I think he's the one that fell and kind of projected his suicidal mindset on the cult. And changed his entire doctrine to make that what they were supposed to do. I think it was all him. I mean, obviously he's the leader. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know. It's hard to say, like, this, the, the way he talks about some of this stuff. Like, he talks about it like it's science fiction. Because there are multiple times where I heard him talking about, like, dying and ascending as, like, mutually exclusive things, where he would say things like, well, when we die or, like, or when we leave our vehicles, you know, however you want to call it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's like, well, which is it, dude? But, I mean, is that him understanding that
2: this... Is designed like he knows his audience like mm-hmm. he knows that there's an us there's them and the us audience doesn't need the the layman's terms yeah like there's definitely that code switching that that's is probably occurring um, but honestly like when I hear religious people talk about the afterlife and religious ideology like it sounds like sci-fi to me I think Faith is a beautiful thing, and organized religion is something that people find a lot of community and validation through, but like, uh, it baffles me. It fucking baffles me. <laughs>
1: so, yeah, I just, I don't know, this cult is just so strange to me because I really can't figure out what the leaders were in this for or like what they actually thought about it. I don't know, they didn't really seem to gain anything from it other than like they had followers.
0: They did in Act One. Mm-hmm. Act One of this, they gained a lot. And that's why I still think Nettles wasn't in it for the right reason. She wasn't in it, not that there is the right reason. She wasn't in it for the the same reasons that Doe was by the end. Mm -mm. She wanted the money and the people doing what she said. And I think that's honestly, she just wanted the control. That's what I felt like.
2: I think she was a pragmatist. And I think she probably recognized the financial benefits of being in power over people. But I think she really did believe
1: that you know, all the metaphysical bullshit. Yeah. So. Yeah. But talking about believing, also, I just also think it's wild that so many of these people in the 70s were just like, yeah, all right, sign me up. Mm -hmm. Like, immediately. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, 20 people in one seminar, their first seminar, were just like, let's go. But, like, at this point, was it, like, speculative? Or was it, like
2: oh, this is a new cusp of things going on in the world that we need to
1: explore. Like, hey, NASA, are we looking into this? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was interesting also so that the majority of these people joined in the 70s. hmm And they got almost nobody to join them in the 90s. This mm-hmm. did not work in the 90s, mm-hmm. but it worked so well in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: it's like holds in general. Like, we've talked... Allie and I have talked about this before. It's, it's one of those things where you you kind of see now that society's more connected and you see that they're like it's not just you and a handful of people that believe something that you really believe in. It's you and a million people that mm-hmm. believe in the same exact thing that yeah, you believe. You can, you can find it. a Reddit thread, you can find a Twitter thread, you can find anything. And there's like you can believe You can believe that bagels are going to kill humanity, and there's someone out there who believes the same thing. Oh my
2: god, does this cult exist? <laughs> it
0: Aside probably does. Gluten free for health benefits. It's got to exist on Reddit. <laughs> but that's the thing is, like, you can believe the most insane thing that you want, and there's there's going to be a group that you believes can find that with you.
1: Somebody. And you don't have to
0: join like this covenant with them. You can just believe that with them and talk about it on a thread. You didn't have that in the 70s. But what you did have is a group of society that's longing to connect with people. So what they found was, oh, these people believe mostly what I believe. I'm going to follow them because the people over here think I should be wearing a suit and tie and think that I shouldn't be camping out in the woods for three months. Well, I and feel that's like what really got people with
1: this cult is a lot of the, they had a lot of vague questions to try and suck people in like have you ever entertained the idea of what happens after death and it's like yes everyone has <laughs> that's like literally just a human thought and mm-hmm. things like have you ever entertained the idea of ufos being real and just like all these like vague yeah. questions that yes everybody thinks about this. Yes. But i think like
2: the current statistic is somewhere around 50 percent for people in the u.s thinking ufos exist or that extraterrestrial life is a valid possibility
1: mm-hmm. So, and it was pretty big at this time, too. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm sure it was more than 50. For sure. Yeah. But, um yeah, there's also a question of, like, what type of people become cult followers. And there's varying mm-hmm. ideas of this. Because some people say there isn't anything that makes you a specific type of person that will follow a cult. And some people say... You know, at least as far as what I've noticed is anybody who feels lost, like pretty much everybody in their 20s is like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) (laughs) And so you're like, I'm looking for anything and everything that will give me a sense of direction. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. And so
1: you kind of fall into these things.
2: Well, and it's that identity through tribalism, which is just Mm -hmm. such an inherently human thing where you're like,
1: you like the color blue. I like the color blue. Let's color with (laughs) blue crayons. And especially like at this time, becoming a hippie was like, you joined a community. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. So commune, yeah, depending. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I think a big part of this, at least for me, like, again, we hear all the time, like, there's no certain person that joins a cult. I don't believe that's true. I don't think we've fully defined the type of person that joins a cult. But I think part of that problem is that definition comes from sociologists who focus a lot on class and they focus on wealth over being poor. Because that's usually the example that I hear is, well, you find tons of people that have great jobs and they have great, like, they have a ton of money. But that doesn't mean that you're happy as a person. The type of people that join cults pretty much nine times out of 10 are the people that are lonely. They're the people who don't have like a support system in the same beliefs that they have. I mean, even just to make like a dumb example, they're the type of people who like comic books, but can't find anyone else who likes comic books. So the moment they find 12 people that do, they attach themselves to like to that person or to that group. And that's what it is. It's about being lonely.
2: Then they start their own D and D campaign and uh, start their own cult.
0: There you go. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. It's all d is, isn't it? It's just a cult that you play every week.
2: We should just do an episode on cults in general. Broad term, cults. Yeah. Psychology, traits. How do you
1: think this and why? <laughs> that sounds depressing.
0: There are some things, like, just to kind of end the psychology of a cult thing, just to maybe, maybe you're sitting here listening to this and you're asking yourself, am I in a cult?
2: <laughs> It's a total
0: possibility. There are still cults around. They are a lot less common than they were around this time.
2: And most of them have a significant online present
0: yes. presence. Yes. Either they have an online f-
1: presence or they prevent you from using technology. Entirely revoke online. Yes. Usually
0: they have both. They have an online presence, but you do not as a member that's typically I what happens it's most yeah. that's the most common yeah. one like the one with the woman recently who was mummified because cole didn't know what to do with her oh after yeah, she. Um, Ooh, that um, was a whole thing but just Crescent. so just Follow in case you guys are wondering Crescent
1: episode check out that story <laughs>
0: Just in case you guys are wondering, um, there is a website called decisionmakingconfidence.com, which there's tons of websites that have these lists. This is just where I pulled this from. Um, But just for a few of the questions that you can ask yourself if you're thinking maybe I'm in a quote, or in a cult, in a quote. Um, (laughs) Have you noticed that the group's ideas have filtered into all areas of your life, work, social, personal life, Have your friends or family commented that you've changed and that they don't really like your changes?
2: This sounds like fucking
1: CrossFit. (laughs) You care about nothing but CrossFit anymore, Karen. Let me go on more
0: because now you've changed my perspective. You're welcome. Have you noticed that you spend less and less time with your family and friends and more and more time with that group? Do you find it boring or awkward spending time with people outside the group because they seem boring or they don't understand the language of the group?
2: Do you even lift, bro?
0: (laughs) Do you even lift, bro? Do you believe that outsiders are not on the same level as you and other group members? (laughs) (laughs) I found a a list of CrossFit. I'm sorry, I didn't realize. Oh my god. Are you in
1: CrossFit? Talk to your family. (laughs) Oh man, I was gonna end the episode there. Um, So that's basically the Heaven's Gate cult. Yes. Who knows? Maybe they made it onto their spaceship and maybe it all worked. I don't know. Let us know what you believe. I feel like it would have been more fun to actually see the UFO come down and take them away. However, who knows?
0: Let us know what you believe though. Let us know if you're still in the cult. Let us know if you know anyone who's in the cult. You have family members, whatever, people that you knew that were affected by this you probably do there i mean again there were 38 people who passed because of this so that happened but so there's plenty of people out there that have connections to this in some way shape or form um but yeah as always just let us know what you think about it because we're always curious but you can find us on social media for that we're on facebook twitter instagram where you can see and all of his lovely different horrific scenarios uh that this poor little bird gets put through and then we are Goodreads. also on Goodreads, and we're also on Kofi.
2: <laughs> What's Kofi?
0: You have still don't have it. Kofi, uh, it is the thing that Allie's going to explain.
1: Oh, yes, Kofi. <laughs> you can help us keep this podcast ad-free if you want to donate to our virtual tip jar, which would be really greatly appreciated. You can pick how much you want to donate or not at all. It's up to you. Um, check the show notes for all of these links. We've got our email, our Instagram, our, our our Goodreads, our Kofi link, and also our newsletter link, which is the companion to this podcast. So if you want to see all the lovely pictures, I think we'll refrain from putting pictures of the dead bodies in this. Yeah, probably. Yeah, no, because fuck it kind of depresses me. Um, but you can find pictures of the aliens and the leaders, and you know all that fun stuff. And check out the graphics on that website. Whew!
2: That makes your eyeballs hurt. Oh,
1: yeah. I'll link the website as well. Oh, yeah. Just for
2: funsies. And don't join CrossFit. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, until the next weird conspiracy, I'm Cameron.
1: I'm Allie. I'm still Chelsea.
0: <laughs> all right. And thank you so much for listening. And remember to always stay stitious. And if you join an organization that says to follow all of their rules and possibly makes you change your name or wear a name tag and follow all of these strict guidelines, You might be in a cult or in a modern minimum wage job. Capitalism. Worst
1: (laughs) cult of all. Capitalism. Okay, bye. bye. Bye.